Hey everyone, and welcome to PR Hangover, a weekly PR recap and talk show brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter and hosted by me, Kelly Darcy. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the show. Sure thing, Kelly. My name is Dino Baskovic, and I teach in the Advertising and Public Relations program for Grand Valley State University, and I teach specifically CAP 105, it's the Technology and APR course, and then CAP 220, which is Fundamentals and Public Relations. So what made you want to come start teaching? Mm, boy, so I used to teach years ago in Metro Detroit when I lived on that side of the state. And I taught at Lawrence Tech University there. I had founded and taught their web design courses, which was a blast. And that was they didn't have a PR school per se. Um, so when I moved out to West Michigan, I thought about getting back into teaching uh, at a university around here. And then two years ago, uh, Dr. Penning had asked me to join the faculty as an adjunct and teach a CAP 105 section, and I'm so glad to be back in the classroom. It's just a blast being here with the students and doing what I love most. So where are you from originally then, if not West Michigan? Cleveland, Ohio. Go Browns. Wow. Yeah. I don't know anything about sports, but I'm assuming it's a sports team. It is. Well, they they, they think they are because they lose all the time. Oh, perfect. Yeah, but you know, that's okay. I've adopted uh, some better sports teams and go Red Wings for here in Michigan and, uh, well, obviously go Lakers, so... Well, yeah, and some Griffins, something there. Love the Griffins. I've uh, I've become a new fan as of as of late, and uh, boy, that's a just a killer game to watch. It's like <laughs> being at a real NHL game. That's the intensity of the games, and that's just part of the charm of West Michigan. I love being here in Grand Rapids. Um, GBSU is just a great institution, and just there's so much energy and vibrance here. It's just just a special place. I love being here. So what's some of your history that kind of leads you, for anyone who is picking classes or thinking about professors, that leads you to kind of give them some insights about PR? So where have you been? Sure thing. And I remember being a high school senior having no idea what PR was or that I'd even go in that direction. And once I was an undergrad back in Ohio, um, same thing. I was actually an architecture major to start. So wound up through a very circuitous path (laughs) going into PR. Um, a professor of mine, Bill Sledzik, great guy, um, and he's a, an old-time PR blogger. And, Bill, if you're out there listening to this, hey there. Um, he had suggested that I maybe look into public relations as, as a future path, as a, as a career, and certainly as a major. Uh, so wound up making that change and never looked back. You know, especially for students coming in for the first time, into the major, they may not be sure what it even is. In fact, we spend an entire semester in the, you know, the Fundamentals of Public Relations course just defining yeah. PR and giving the, you know, the, the students a sense of what this industry is, what the practice is all about. So you know, when you're thinking about, well, do I want to get into some kind of professional communications uh, um, you know, curriculum, and, and that becomes my career, and should I go into advertising, or should I go into PR? Well, the great thing about Grand Valley is it's a joint major, so yeah. you can actually, you know, learn about both disciplines and then decide on which track you you may choose, so. Yeah, and even I, I mean, I'm in PR, so I say, obviously, um, I'm an advertising uh, emphasis. Excellent. 
and I just like to know everything about everything. So I, I think that the amount of space that we have for people to grow and evolve, even if it's not necessarily your emphasis, your major, if it's your minor, I think that's really great. Yeah, it, it really is. And, you know, something we stress early on in the degree is that there's, you know, some degree of overlap with respect to what PR practitioners and, you know, people in advertising we like to say in the real world that they do and you know there's there's on a tactical level um they do a lot of the same things and strategically share a lot of the same responsibilities but you know as as integrated as those two fields are becoming you know we do spend a considerable amount of time focus focusing on each individual discipline what makes one field stand from the other how they work together yet how they act uniquely and differently so Mm -hmm. again just it's a very dynamic program and i i'm i'm very happy with the way we approach it here and it's part of the reason i teach here yeah it seems like you're really passionate about i wish i mean i wish you were here when i was in 105 my 105 consisted of making a tumblr blog um which is fine uh but not necessarily i know i wish i when i hear i have people who had you for 105 you know they say all the different things that they're learning and i feel like that beginning course is really important for people to start out and kind of get some some basics and really I think that's really fundamental so people can understand how to go forward and really utilize the skills that they gain there in their campaigning. Oh for sure and CAP 105 and for those out there not familiar with the program um, that's a capstone course we teach here and it's technology in public relations and advertising. It is a 16-week whirlwind of getting to understand everything there is to know about digital marketing technologies. So, yep, Tumblr, and I actually teach WordPress on the blogging side. We, we, we dip our toes into there. Podcasting, which is what you and I are doing right now, Kelly. Right. Um, we walk through Adobe, so a little bit of Photoshop, a little bit of Premiere Pro. So, yes, we even do video in that class. We talk about analytics and, you know, the really nice thing we're doing now is asking our students to become certified in Google Analytics. Mm-hmm. And that's a big plus. Actually had a former student just tell me that was a big part of her uh, job search process and that helped her land a job just two weeks ago Yeah, coming out of last semester. So that was a big plus for her and, and for what we're doing in CAP 105. I'll tell you this too, Kelly. It's one of those classes where we touch on so many things. SEO, social media, IOT, a lot of acronyms that a lot of the students have never heard of or maybe have some awareness but really want to learn more. And I wish we could spend more time teaching every single thing. You know, we just give them a little bit of a taste of what their beaks. But the important thing is when they go out there landing that first, second internship, they land that first job. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to give them not a mastery but at least some fundamental exposure to the tools, to the processes, how we use and why we use these platforms and these technologies, um, whether that's you know in an agency setting, in a corporate setting, and ultimately, and this is the most important thing I stress in 105, that all of these tools, these touch people. These are tools used by people, for people, and the impact and the influence that we have through these tools on our constituents on consumers whatever the case may be so again i said it's a whirlwind of a class it's a ton of fun at least i think so my students may disagree with that but uh but that's one of five in a nutshell i have heard um we did recently like a what's your one those who are you beginning of the semester type things and one of them was what was your favorite course that you've ever taken and it was in an apr class and 
a ma- high majority said 105. I don't know if it was a view or not, but in, in but in general, and I I think back and no offense, I, my professor is not he does not teach anymore, but it wasn't a bad class when I took it four years ago. I just I would never have thought it would be a favorite class, and now when I hear all the things that are actually being taught now and how elevated and how much it's evolving, I think that's so incredible. Especially like again, I took it my freshman year four years ago. And to now, like, it's a huge difference. We never learned, we didn't do video, we didn't do podcasting, we didn't do, again, it was a Tumblr, and we made some some vector shapes, and, sure. which which is enough, it was enough for me to get going, obviously, and I can teach myself enough and ask people and know the right people, but, you know, to actually know those things, I think that's incredible, especially for people coming into the major who are taking it like I did, like a nerd, and took them all in order, so, you know, I think it helps. Well, it's great to hear that. I certainly can't take credit. There are a number of faculty that help put what we call a syllabus of record together and give faculty like me guidance on you know how and why to teach what we teach. Uh, Professor Adrian Wallace, who I know many of you out there in GV land know and love and very much respect. Um, I have an incredible amount of admiration for Professor Wallace, and she was the one to help me understand what students in CAP 105 truly need and, and, and are looking for and what we're trying to put together for them. So kudos to her and all the other faculty just in 105 alone that, that helped to make that class one of the more fun ones to remember. Right. Um, or at least we like to think it is. I mean, so, but, I've heard it, yeah. and I wish I could say it was a fun one for me to remember. It's yeah. not a bad class that I took again, but, you know, I would definitely say like the 210, 220 is what shaped my taking the courses I took and staying in the major and you know there's everyone has their own stories of how they got here and I think those are really fun stories that's why I ask people who come on you know how did you get here because usually it's you know oh biochem didn't work out or I you know I just I I was gonna be an architect and then I thought there's something else better for me out there you know so that's how minds work I think that's so interesting so why don't you I know that you so I did a little bit of stalking obviously because that's what you do when you meet someone and as we all do right um, and so I saw that you did a, a letter to your past self. Is that correct? I did several letters to my past self, largely, largely yelling at me to, yeah. to do better. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I think, what those letters are supposed to do. Right. So what do you think is some advice that you would want to give? I mean, obviously you gave a lot of advice, but maybe to like the general student population if they were kind of like you. I'm sure you see students that kind of remind you of you and you, know, that you, and you see students kind of making similar mistakes which are good for learning, but you know, what are some things that you think students need to know one before graduating, going out the world, getting their first internship, you know, kind of those sophomore through seniors? You know, uh, some advice that an architecture professor gave me early on, well before I landed in PR, um, was just about general appearance. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think that was as big of an issue, but you know, he pulled me aside one day in the studio and, you know, told me I was slouching all the time. And to this day, I have a problem with that. Yeah, and I'll be, no, I I'll just be, like thought about my posture. <laughs> right, no, I, I, we all do it. We tend to slouch or we may be sitting up straight, but our head isn't quite cocked as it should be. And, and other people across the table take note. And I have been called out in professional settings because wow. I am just a slouch. So to this day, it's something that I struggle with and I challenge myself to work on but posture and appearance was always wearing a ball cap you know <laughs> never talk to frank blossom like that <laughs> well i know and it, again sorry frank uh, you know always had a shirt untucked just 
simple things that my mom would have. What do you mean you don't have your shirt tucked in? I raised you better than that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mom knows best. She certainly does. So, okay. So, you know, kind of the simple things. I wish I would have been better about my personal finances at a much earlier age. It makes life so much simpler. And you're thinking, well, when I only have... You know, I've had less than $100 in my checking account for the week, and and I'm still looking for a part-time job, and I'm trying to decide whether to, you know, buy school supplies or Taco Bell. You know, what, do, what do I do here? And I can't even think about retirement, and, and I can't even think about health insurance. And all it's, 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 it's mind-boggling for, right. for, you know, an 18 and 19 and 20-year-old to, to think about those things, but they need to start thinking about those things more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, Things get grown up very fast once you graduate. So to start thinking more like a grown up, um, that sounds like, well, really? No, I'm, a, you know, I'm past 18. I'm the age of an adult. Well, yes, but. But your mind's not. But your mind's not. And I'll tell you, I know people that are 28 and 38 still struggling with adulthood. Mm-hmm. So the earlier you can be mature, not just act like, but actually, you know, be mature. Um, that's just general life advice for anyone as far as the major, Kelly. Um, I've been telling my students more and more, be voracious consumers of news. As we all know, you know, the last six months, especially for, you know, obvious reasons, there's been a proliferation of all sorts of news sources, good and otherwise. So. Right. Without going into that tangent, you know, you really want to get a better sense of the world. As professional communicators, you need to have more of an awareness of the media around you that surrounds you, that impacts and influences you, and how you may be able to reciprocate. So I say have a healthy appetite for the news. You don't have to necessarily pick one or ten, but, you know, maybe just have some regular news sources that you go to and, and on, a, on a daily basis. You need to know the world around you. Um, and whether that's Dead Tree or, you know, podcast or app or, you know, TV, wh- whatever it is, I'm not going to tell you what to watch. Um, I'll certainly give you my advice on that. <laughs> but, but certainly, you know, re- read the news. And then the other big thing, um, be well read, which goes along with, with the news. So, uh, you know, News is, it accounts for reading. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you have to go read War and Peace, okay? But that's not a bad choice yeah, but either. You not do that also. Right, right. Get yourselves into the library. We have outstanding facilities on campus right in front of you. It's for free. Your local libraries, when's the last time you actually walked into one? Right. And if you did, when is the last time you walked out with three or four books? that you could enjoy and maybe learn something from. Um, that then leads to, and we, you know, we're just talking about CAP 105, there's a lot of fun things to play with. Mm-hmm. Mobile devices, VR goggles, 3D printing, I could go on and on. And again, we're on a campus where we have places you can play with those. You know, on the Allendale campus, we have the technology showcase. You can roll your sleeves up and get hands-on. You can sign up and print something on the 3d printer it'll right. be ready in two months because that's the that's the waiting list right. but that's how popular that is so put on a pair of vr goggles if not on campus if you're at a best buy if you're at a you know a mobile carrier or a retail store ask them to play with the devices see 
what's available to you in terms of technologies you may be able to take advantage of down the road. Um, it's fun. It's exciting. It's not where the future is going. It's where the present is today. So mm-hmm. I think you have to have a really good understanding of you know what is around you, um, especially the tangible stuff. Right. So I think that that's something that kind of Adrian has always told, at least myself, um, is that you know you never stop learning. So get used to it, basically. Oh yeah. So kind of that ideal, I think, comes in. I think the best of anything will have like of any profession of any job of anything has to keep learning just because that's kind of how the world works so do you think that there's some I guess merit to that also from what you've been saying that you know that you don't ever really get to stop learning like school doesn't really stop you know I have found that you know embracing the perpetual student um, mode or whatever you want to call it is is beyond beneficial we are forever learning in our world and learning about ourselves personally, professionally, learning about others. Um, I really advocate for travel, even if it's just outside the borders of West Michigan, but to challenge yourself to get out there, see new things, um, be faced with new challenges, new perspectives. Um, it's Life is a continual learning process. It certainly is when it comes to the fields of advertising and public relations because those are constantly evolving fields. They look nothing like they did a generation ago, and mm-hmm. they will look nothing like they do now 25, 30 years from now, even 10, 15 years from now. So always being a student, you know, you're going to get that diploma. Right, and hopefully. <laughs> you, I, I trust you will, and that's going to be a momentous occasion, just a, a wonderful day. And then there's the day after. And guess what? The joke's on you. You're still learning. You know, you will always be earning some kind of degree in your mind. And that's how you really want to, um, you know, see things. And you'll be better for it. And mm-hmm. you, the people around you will be better for it as well. So yeah. They always say, and I learned this late in life, and I should have understood this sooner, you know, surround yourself with people in the room smarter than you you know that's you know just conventional wisdom right and that's so true so really you know being part of student organizations like prssa or ad club you know whatever it is um join those groups you're going to meet people that are going to make you smarter right and 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 that is just a hundred kinds of wonderful so why not do that right i like the idea of people say you know someone Someone else always knows something you don't know. So you can always learn something from someone. Always. It may not be exactly what you want it. Like, it may not be exactly this. Like, I probably don't know more about APR than you do, but I may know more about women's gender studies than I study. You know, like, there may be more from different angle of just things that people around you have. And I think that's really interesting when you, and I, I mean, I get to meet tons of people all the time doing this. And I wish, I wish more people could just, like, come with me on these podcasts and meet all the people that I get to meet. And it's so fun and so interactive to like get to hear people. I mean, again, I mean, I followed you on Twitter. We've been following each other on Twitter for like for like six to nine months. But um, now I actually have to get to meet you and like hear the things you say. Now it'll make more sense when I read your tweets to hear them because I know who you are. But also, you know, then it's it also goes with learning news. I know I know that now you're cultivating your news as well. Like I know Leno Kelly does. We talked about it on the last podcast about fake news and kind of trusting resources in terms of people that that share news. You know, you can see just click the share button, but if you're not having money to, if you're not trying to learn things then maybe that's not the best person to trust your news with so it's very interesting when you hear people who 
have kind of made, they're out there, they're in the world, they're they're doing the, their thing, and then they're still learning, they're still they're still trying, there's still things that they don't know, and I think that's really refreshing for someone who's graduating soon to hear, you know, that not everyone has all the answers, and I don't have to have all the answers either. Well, and something I learned from you today, and and you know, any professor worth their salt will readily understand that they learn just as much from their own students. You know, we learn a ton from you, Kelly, and, and, and from your peers. Um, it, it, so, you know, for us, the classroom is a learning environment just as much as it is of, you know, of instruction. So I learned just from you today that this is podcast number 17, 18, 18. Three, 18. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I, I learned today that you, Kelly, are creating this archive, this library of knowledge to pass on to, you know, not just future generations, but immediately to undergrads and recent grads. And I certainly hope, and maybe you already have, um, you know, some of our wonderful alumni from the program would, I, I think would be wonderful to come and sit here and, and play guest to your podcast and you can just plug away at them and they'll be able to just impart more wisdom and knowledge and yeah. and we'll all be better for it and uh, and that's what helps us build a strong alumni network as well. So. Absolutely. We actually spoiler alert for later on in the semester, but it's not spoilers, it's all on social media anyway. Um, we do have a panel of PR Pro Pasts alumni coming in from Chicago, Grand Rapids and Detroit to hold a panel. Um, some of which are really good friends of mine that I miss and wish that they would come back and hang out, but um, some of which are people that I also didn't get to really know a lot. They're a lot older than myself, or I wasn't in PRSSA at that point. So I'm really excited to sit down with them in their pairs and figure out, you know, kind of how to get out of West Michigan. One, I'm from I'm from the Detroit area, but you know how to get out of Michigan would be fun. Sure. Um, and just kind of branch out and see how to do that. And there's, I feel like there's no one who myself and I think a lot of people like myself who who listen um, can relate to than someone who's who's doing it right now, who's currently been a year ago in the spot that I'm in right now. So. I think that's really, it's going to be really fun. You heard it here first, folks. Good stuff, Kelly. Good stuff. Do you have any last parting words? People can find you on social media at all. People could look for anything from you at all. Sure. I am Professor Dino uh, on Twitter, uh, just Dino Baskvic on Instagram. I have an aging old blog I sorely need to update at <laughs> dinobaskvic.com and a fun little crypto site you can try and crack the code and tweet back at tweet back at me if you think you know what it is and that you can find that site dbsk.vc again dbsk.vc and see if you can figure out what we're saying there and tweet it back to us and well you won't win a prize but you'll win my love and admiration <laughs> what's better than that really there you go there you go <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today kelly it's been a pleasure thank you so much for having me thanks Thanks for listening to PR Hangover. If you want more PR news like this, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GV underscore PRSSA. Talk to you soon.